0: I'm Josh Cooperman and this is Convo by Design recorded in the Living Kitchen Studio. Two artists, Jamie Young Jeter and David Jeter, took a trip to Mexico. A day trip for these two travel-loving artists They discovered a roadside shop loaded up on Mexican artifacts and headed home. They sold the entire thing to a florist and realized that there might be a market for this. Here's a question. How many of us have traveled to distant and not so far away locations? Seen amazing things we thought might sell well back home and figured, eh, Someone is probably already doing that. You can't see this, but my hand is raised. And that being said, these opportunities are always out there, and that's why I wanted to speak with Jamie Young. I wanted to know how she built the Jamie Young company. Jamie and David have a flourishing business that thrives on partnerships, licensing, and product development. Great design starts with stories like hers. Convo by Design is presented by Snyder Diamond, our title sponsor since episode number one. Snyder Diamond is an L.A. institution because you don't serve the world's most demanding design professionals without providing two things. World-class customer service and the highest quality kitchen appliances available. This includes the full line from Sub-Zero, Wolf, and Cove. Let's talk about wine for a moment. You like wine. I like wine. Your clients love wine. So let's keep their wine fresh and properly preserved. It's important to them, and it's important to you, and it's important to Sub-Zero. Their wine storage units are far more than coolers. They protect against heat, humidity, vibration, and light. Your clients can trust you, and you can trust Sub-Zero to keep their wine properly preserved. Pair that with Wolf Outdoor Grills that might make some folks think you forgot to design a room around this amazing kitchen. But know this. These outdoor kitchens are built to last and perform so homeowners can own grilling season all year long. And now, Cove dishwashers are built to customize with any of your favorite Sub-Zero and Wolf appliances. You've got it all, because Sub-Zero, Wolf, and Cove created a suite of products for just about any kitchen you can design, inside and out. So if you haven't seen what Sub-Zero, Wolf, and Cove appliances can do, it's time for you to visit any of the three Snyder Diamond Los Angeles area locations. You can also visit the newly designed Sub-Zero Living Kitchen in the Pasadena, and Santa Monica showrooms you are traveling you're searching you're going for you you have this idea
1: so it was 1997 I was um, pregnant with my first son I was a little more adventurous than I probably would be today you know it's always better what you don't know to dive into and um, and I went down there I was going down there because we were looking for some furniture with someone that I used to work with and In the drive down, I saw these gorgeous old cement pots on the street in Tijuana, basically. And we went back up into the city and I was talking to my husband and trying to figure out what am I going to do with my life. He was building high-end custom furniture. He was a painter and a sculptor. And we were pregnant with our first child, so we had to do something to make a living, basically. Um, That's how it started. We drove back down, filled our truck up with cement garden pots. I filled them with orchids and flowers and sold them. So it was an amazing idea because I knew nothing about what I was doing other than I was buying them for a dollar and selling them for, I think, $12. So I thought I was a millionaire.
0: <laughs> and you, and you, you just sort of instantly knew the, the value of, of the markup. That says something. You know, how many people in business drove past those pots and never really thought the way that you did and I I think that's really interesting have you always been that way yes you have
1: I really I've always loved I was not good at school but I was always an entrepreneur um honestly since I was really little I used to put stores together in the front of my house and sell my mom's stuff not a great idea but i was so i just wanted to figure it out i was always doing something like that and i was always designing my own house my own my own room going to flea markets probably since i was 10. so i really loved both of those things my father's an entrepreneur he was and my mom was an artist so i kind of had both and you and your husband david are both have creative backgrounds we both have a hundred percent creative backgrounds he was a painter and sculptor. He went to art school um, in Minnesota and San Francisco. And I went to Parsons in New York. So yes, our whole background was creative. He's not the business person. He doesn't love that part. I found that I really loved it. And I loved the people side as well.
0: How fortunate for you, seriously. Yeah. Because I get this a lot, Um, especially when designers and architects are very different types Generally, mm-hmm. uh, designers tend to be way more on. The, I, I'm not taking anything from architects, but the designers tend to to roll more on the on the creative side, and the architects have that that blend of creativity for sure. It's just it's 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 framed in a different again. You know, it's it's seen through a different lens. Right. You know, because there's math and science put behind it. It's less it's less feeling, more I guess more form and function. The the roles are reversed. But to, have a, to find a partner and put a partnership together where one really likes the business side and one really likes the creative side and you're good in your lane is very special.
1: We got very lucky. People think, oh my gosh, you've been working with your husband for 20, almost 25 years and married to him and raising kids together. Um, somehow we figured it out. We still really like each other. And it's because we stayed in our own lanes. Creatively, we do come together because I'm out there saying, this is what I see. This is what I think we need more of. He really is art history and really gets into the details of the engineering of the product and of who's making what. So we kind of mix them together.
0: Tell me about starting the namesake design. When did you start it? What was the, what was the impetus? What was the switch? What was the trigger? that made you say, you know what, this is the direction we need to go?
1: Um, it, it was probably six months to a year after we started with cement garden pots. And it was called Maison de Campania when we first started. And I don't even speak French. <laughs> but we, I don't know why because it was very, I did French country florals and I loved it. And that's how we started. And then we realized we wanna do a lot more than cement garden pots. David had poured a concrete lamp I love textiles, so I put a beautiful silk shade on it, and I said, what if we offered options and shades? No one's doing that. I can't find anything interesting. And that's really how it was born. Um, Going to flea markets, I would find all these old, beautiful lamps with horrible lampshades. So I found someone in LA to start making me beautiful lampshades. And David, just from his sculptural background and casting background, started designing and casting bases. And from that moment, we said, okay, we need to call it something that is not French, because we're not French. <laughs> and Jamie Jeter sounded like roto Ruder, And if you weren't a baseball fan, you couldn't pronounce my last name. So we went to my maiden name, Jamie Young. And there you go. That was born.
0: And so did you hang a shingle? Where was your first store?
1: We never had a, a front. We decided from the very beginning that we would sell... To designers and wholesalers, and never to retail direct.
0: Interesting. What you here's here's what I find so interesting about that you des, you decided to do that. The, the idea of a showroom, the idea of a storefront, mm-hmm. is one of those things that, for most in the design community, is is part of the the big list of goals. Right. Right. You want to have your own line. You want to have a storefront and, you know, modern age, you want a TV show on HGTV. or you? Right. Right?
1: Yeah, no, it's true. I think what happened was I grew up learning the trade show business and I grew up learning how to sell to florists and that's where I was making a living. So I automatically said, let's start at a New York gift and home show and get a little booth and that and that's really, let's see how many people we can meet. and. We just wanted to travel, really. David said, let's go to India. I said, what, what are we going to do there? Um, and we started traveling all over the world manufacturing and really being able to work with factories and design and produce larger quantity. And then we had to sell it.
0: Backing up just a little bit, mm-hmm. back to the trade show. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's really fun for me to go to these trade shows. hmm <laughs> it is
1: (laughs) it's funny and
0: it's fun and funny yeah a lot of it is i love seeing the stuff right the other part of it is seeing the interaction there's a game Mm -hmm. that's taking place Mm -hmm. you have people that are walking by trying to take in as much as they can of what they think they want to see and then you have the folks like you who have a product that you believe in you're passionate about you have this and you want to share it right and the ideas and the goals are not always congruent right so there's a little bit of showman yeah you have to do it yeah and and it doesn't come naturally to a lot of people right do you remember your first show and what do you think you've learned since then
1: it's a great question i happen to love being at a trade show people think i'm crazy But I really love talking to my customers. I think that's what's gotten me where I've been for 25 years. I know most of my customers for at least 20 years. Their kids are the same age as my kids, or their family dynamics, or their parents passing, or all those things has created this beautiful relationship. Um, But I've always been at every show. And even now, I'm at every trade show that I could be at because I think it's so important to know the customer. And when you start and you're standing in that booth and waiting for someone to walk in the door, which sounds so antiquated and crazy today, right? You never just wait for something. There's social media and all that. But trade shows, you're still standing there. Um, I'm just, I just learned to be as friendly as I could be and as genuine as I could be. Sometimes someone, you think, oh, look at this, and it really isn't for them because it's not their style or it's not, it's not personal right as long as you're not taking it personally and you're truly genuine i think you do okay
0: i think that's true at the same time you are a creative it, this isn't something this isn't a widget no it's not a sprocket
1: no you know <laughs> it,
0: it it's something that that you you came up with creatively and let's be honest when you're at a trade show oftentimes you'll have <clears throat> not individuals but a couple or three designers will walk by and you will get some comments and you know they don't know that you're jamie young of jamie young
1: no they don't (laughs) it happens all the time does it yes but i have learned that first of all i think i've been really fortunate because i rarely hear stuff that would hurt me personally right um sometimes i hear someone whisper to somebody else oh they're you know they ship from California. We can't afford that because we're in the East Coast. So it's actually a great window for me to say, oh, but we have great freight policies for you. You know, I just listen all the time. And if you don't take it personally, you know, this is business. It's not, it's just like everything. There's no perfect answer.
0: Boy, that's a really good point. Do you know what's interesting? I, I hadn't, I hadn't really heard that before. And i I think that's really fascinating because when you think of California and California Crafted, you think about quality. Mm-hmm. You just do. Sure. Um, and California and California designers have really, as a group, done a remarkable job really working the California brand. And it is a brand. It, and absolutely. It, and it is a style. Mm-hmm. And quality comes in with that. And I never really thought about that people would look at the name of where it's coming from as a fact that they couldn't afford it Mm -hmm. has has that how long has that impression been out there that you that you know of
1: I think the impression is that freight becomes this issue for designers Mm. and it's really it's not necessarily the product it's always about oh you're and if they're an East Coast designer oh I have to ship it across the country and they just don't know. So our job is to educate them that we have flat rate freight programs, things that won't get in the way of that. And once they're educated, there's no problem at all.
0: And let's talk about that for a minute because mm-hmm. the business side
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you are, you not primarily, but you, you do handle the business side of, of the company. Shipping is a big thing. It has gotten easier. Has it not?
1: Um, well, two things. One is, um, and we'll get there is we have a business partner who came in about six years ago who really has allowed us to do so much more and he is head of operations and gary finder is his name and he really manages all of that and he's taught me so much about how to to work around every business problem that that occurs but i am i am in the forefront of meeting these people and hearing them freight in general is just one of those things people love California companies because they do love the aesthetic right we and we are that aesthetic for sure we have a mix we're casual we're elegant coastal we're all of those things kind of combined we're organic um but it does come from California so not to get too much into the freight issue but that's something when you said about listening to what people say in a showroom I think that's maybe one of the things I would hear
0: and and one of the things also is, so you don't have a showroom, which for many is, is, a, is a primary marketing tool if you're on La Cienega or you're in the right. Design Center or if you're in you know, the West Hollywood Design District. It, there's, a, there's a certain benefit to that. There's also a certain cost that's associated with it, which doesn't make sense for everyone. So now you have, and it's, it's really an interesting idea over the past 10 years, is the idea versus the, the brick and mortar Or going in a purely digital or going a combination of the two or going brick and mortar or digital through other partners right and that's the direction that that you decided to go early
1: on exactly other partners yeah so showrooms down at the LA Mart I have showrooms in Irvine that are have a lot of the Jamie Young product I have showroom in Dallas with a partner that has a lot of the Jamie Young product we have permanent showrooms in High Point. So, but we don't have that classic showroom on La Cienica Boulevard kind of thing, no. And it's it's worked for us. It,
0: yeah, and, and what I think is, is really interesting about that is I, I was telling you the story of, of Convo by Design. The first year I did the podcast, I really thought this was going to be, end user was the homeowner. Right. And was kind of like everyone, general market. And it turns out I learned after the first year, it's like, no, we're 70% designers and architects we're were in the trade you know and and that that number is higher now than it was then because the content has continued to shift in that direction and i kind of think that it you realized early on which direction you wanted to go did you feel like you were sacrificing anything at all by not going the other route
1: Every once in a while, I thought, oh, it would be really nice. It would be fun. I could create my entire space the way I wanted to see it, not with other partners. But then I really moved past that quickly. You know, we do beautiful product. I love our product. I think it really lives well with other people's product. It doesn't have to just be Jamie Young. And I think when you're with partners, you're mixing. We don't do every category, right? You need great case goods. You need great rugs. You need all of that stuff. So... Um, it's worked out
0: how do you to the creative side hmm how do you decide how do you create for for a knowing what the what the primary aesthetic of the line is right. and being able to change it along the way as well and sometimes if you change it too much you've completely gotten away from from your name and your brand and you you hear about it
1: yes <laughs> how, do,
0: how do you stay true how do you also experiment And as you're doing that, how do you also stay timeless?
1: Well, that's a good question. It's a big question. It's a big question. You know, the truth is, and people have asked me this a lot, and I think that I would love to say it's really calculated. It's really, really, you know, we write it all out. We know exactly what we're doing. But it's not. A lot of design is what does it feel like? Is it working? I can, we can do 10 different things. We can go to 10 different factories and see all the things that they're making for us. And we, within minutes, will be like, that works, that doesn't. That says Jamie Young, that doesn't. Sometimes I wish I had a great explanation for why, but between David and myself and our whole team, we have really, we can see what works. So that's, that's probably the easy answer on it.
0: Do you test market your designs?
1: Um, we actually don't we go to market with inventory you do we really do and we found that to be hugely successful um we used to order inventory after a show the world's changed and people want product and so we take a lot of time in editing the product and working on the collection on every single item we bring people in to look at the product, so we're not really in a complete bubble but we know our customer we know color palettes. We know that this can work with this. We're not a company that every season it's totally different. There are layers. You're just listening like to my conversation
0: live. with Jamie Young. And as you can see, Jamie loves working with design professionals. You know who else does? Article. Article is the online-only furniture company inspired by mid-century style and Scandinavian simplicity. As a design trade professional, you are going to love the style and quality of Article furniture, and so are your clients. Here's the best part. Articles created a trade program specifically for busy designers like you. Check this out. Joining the trade program is free and there is no minimum for you to start receiving trade discounts. None. What's more, they have exclusive designer pricing that cannot be found elsewhere for less. They offer a standard one-year warranty on all article furniture and the shipping. You're going to love this because the shipping is flat rate in most cases, if not free, and it's fast. Stock items ship in two weeks or less. They handle special invoicing, tax-exempt purchasing, and the customer service, get this, is staffed by design professionals. Like you, these are real people who know exactly what you're trying to accomplish, and they have the authority to help you get what you need, when you need it, where you need it. For all the details and to sign up for Article's trade program, please go to cxd.article.com. CXD is in confo by Design. cxd.article.com. Thank you, article. Okay, back to my conversation with Jamie Young. Along those lines, mm-hmm. and I think that that's a, a really interesting concept, and it's an idea that makes a lot of sense with every business brand. Mm-hmm. Design is different, though, and design is very much like fashion. Mm-hmm. The difference with fashion is you can change every season. Yeah, design we're, we have a much longer runway.
1: Oh, thank God!
0: <laughs> thank Thank God. Yes, but also changing.
1: Keeping it fresh.
0: Yeah. Yes,
1: that's something we've worked really hard at. We introduce new product twice a year, or three times a year now. Um, We evaluate the product constantly. You know, we definitely are business people, so we look at numbers, what's selling, what's not. If something continues to sell, even if I personally am said, oh my gosh, I can't look at this lamp one more time, because I've had it in the line since I started the business, but it keeps selling, why would i stop it someone it's new to someone it's always new to someone so you just have to really look at product and really have a lot of critical analysis on each item both if it's selling the visual you know look at something visually and say okay this is dated let's it's time to change the shades things like that one thing we did do um it's been a little over a year is we changed the way we did lampshades and bases for years we sold them as separates designers loved it they could come in we had 50 fabrics to choose from but at the end of the day it made it really complicated it wasn't like picking a sofa it was a lampshade and shade style has changed dramatically when I started it was patterns and stripes and we were the first ones to do all these crazy beautiful different shapes sizes and colors and patterns everything block prints from India we ran our own silks we did so much it was so much fun but it's changed now And so we just had to change with the times, which was great. We still have beautiful 100% linen and silk shades, but they're neutrals. So now everything we show, we sell as shown. And that was a big change. And I think, a well, people loved it. It just was one less decision they had to make.
0: (laughs) Absolutely true. And then from the business side and as it relates to product, the digital design disruption that's, yeah. that's taken place over okay so as it goes with things like this you'll see it sort of the changes will start slowly and then the hockey stick yeah, and it, and it just gets it gets faster and faster and faster how has that changed your business?
1: meaning keeping up with whatever trend is because it's moving so quickly so a couple of things mm-hmm.
0: I should have been more clear it's the trends mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. the, the fact that it is easier for people to spec your product. Mm-hmm. It is easier for people to find your product. Mm-hmm. It is more competitive because they can find others as well. Yes. And it, let's be honest, in the business it's very difficult too because the moment you come up with your next remarkable design, somebody's looking at how they can knock it off. Yes. It's it's part of the world we live in.
1: It is. It is, uh, and it always has been. Um, it's just moving faster now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when we first started, we, I remember I created these silk lanterns. It was an antique that we found in Asia, and it was a beautiful silk lantern with a wrought iron piece and a beautiful antique wood base and all this stuff. And I said, why don't we make these in Mexico in 10 colors of silks because silk shades are what we're doing. And I remember we did really well. Um, Neiman Marcus put us on the cover, and it exploded. You know, the cover of their catalog were – 15 of our lanterns on a, at a party or something, an outdoor party. And it was crazy. It was one of those pivotal moments in our business. And I was so excited, right? But we had to drive back to Mexico and find out how to make them and all the operational stuff. But one day I was walking in Beverly Hills and I was walking by a big furniture store and my lanterns were all over the window, but they weren't my lanterns, right? So they had knocked them off and it was a big box store. And I was so upset. Right, I, I mean, for a week, I was like, wow, how are we ever gonna compete with this? So, you know, you cut to today, and you just move on and you create something else. If you're a good person in creating product and design and on trend, you just have to keep doing it.
0: And I think that that is probably the greatest lesson. Yeah. That everyone who does this for a living has to learn.
1: I think it's it's critical for designers, who are out there and they think that they have done something that's so beautiful and it's so on trend and then 10 other designers take their idea or everybody. It's just, first of all, it really is a compliment. I know people hate to hear that, oh, it's a compliment. But the truth is, it is a compliment and that means that you're creative enough to do this, do it again, keep your brain fresh.
0: Yeah, no, it's absolutely true. And and I also think it's interesting because there isn't enough business savvy in our industry. I did a I did a panel last year at the LA Design Festival. Mm-hmm. It was more of a keynote, and I, I had um, an art expert, I had an IP attorney who I used to work with at Playboy, and that stemmed from, and a designer, and that stemmed from a conversation a year ago at Modernism Week, where I was talking to a couple of architects, and the, the idea was, why would I want to take, why, wouldn't, why would I want to copyright my ideas? Why would I want to trademark or patent my ideas? Mm-hmm. I, I produced it for somebody else. That was the architect that said that. And the design, the product designer was, was saying, no, I spent all this time and energy and effort and creativity to come up with the idea. It's mine. But in reality, and the lawyer was saying, well, listen, you've got a couple of things. First of all, your idea is only your idea if you protect it, mm-hmm. right? Your idea is only your idea up to a certain level because... All someone really has to do is make that 10 to 15% material change. Right. And now it's their idea. Right. And I think there there are so many things in life to get upset about. Yes. And that certainly is one of them. If you want to do that and spend all the energy to do it, the other is like you're saying, it's just, you know what? You have the benefit of the creative knowledge, but that also means that you have to kind of work your creativity into a machine.
1: That's hard. How do you do that? Well, it's hard. I mean, I think there are days. It's funny, my husband, who's head of design here, David, um, he'll sit.
0: Hold for. Yeah.
1: What is that? The warehouse. Oh, okay. Pallets. Okay. Sorry.
0: No, listen. Wh- by the way, I'll leave a lot of this in here, too. We're in a warehouse. Yeah. We're, they make noises in a warehouse. We are. <laughs>
1: It's so true. And,
0: and just because Convo by Design comes to visit you doesn't mean you're shutting the business down for the day.
1: Yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> That's not going to happen, right, right. Do you know, what's,
0: not only doesn't that happen, I wouldn't want it to happen.
1: This is part of the world we live in. Exactly. Like This is part of the fun. Yeah. I have to say, I like, it's almost like the old school, a printer likes to hear the printing press. Yes. Um, I like when things are happening. It means we're shipping, we're Getting people what they need. We're doing our job, you know. I love that. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. So let's go back. What was the question?
0: It was uh, intellectual property, coming up with new ideas, protecting the ones you have. But
1: it, you, have to, you have to move quickly. Yeah. You do. I think um, there are days when that's impossible. That's life. And then there are days, you know, David will sit and then and he'll churn out and design and design and, oh my gosh, he's doing this incredible thing. And then he'll hit this wall and i see you know he's just leaving he has to leave he can't do anything else he needs to be out in the world he needs to be paddleboarding or doing something or go skiing for 2 days cuz his brain is fried right and you need to refresh i think that's really important for all of us
0: that is important and sometimes when you're at when you're working at the will of your of your clients mm-hmm. you don't have the benefit of being able to do that no but it's important
1: i think that it's important to really be able to always have perspective you know everybody has a sense of urgency that is um, it's 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 unfortunate it's real it's part of our business life the sense of urgency and everything has to get done and there's a dinner party that's going to happen and those things are very important that's what we all get paid for but there also needs to be time to breathe and think and I and that's what gets you your creative juices going Um, it's easy for me to say right now my kids are grown they don't need me as much And so I have more free time, but I tell you, I'm much more creative and both from a business standpoint and product standpoint, merchandise standpoint. Now, when I have the space in my mind to think, whatever that is, it's 15 minutes.
0: And isn't it, isn't it amazing to be at a different stage? It's a stage. It's a new stage stage where you're able to now do more with, with the business, where you're able to focus more. What would you like to do? with the business, what are some of the goals that, that you have? I mean, are there new lines? Are there new areas? Are there, what are your, what do you wanna do?
1: Well, we're doing a lot and we're, we're just, we're so excited. We're doing, we're adding, um, we just added a whole wall sconce collection that's growing. Uh, we were never in the wall sconce business in lighting. Uh, lighting's been our core business really. And we're adding to the fixture business and chandeliers and bigger pieces. So we're really expanding in that area. We're also expanding in occasional furniture just because our, it just works with everything we do. Indonesia, wovens, natural, more natural materials. That's been really exciting. And we continue to grow there. The business as a whole is really, it just, we're very lucky. I feel like I should knock on some wood. (laughs) When I say that, I can't help myself. Um, But it's growing. And it's been growing every year. Our hospitality division has been growing. So we do a whole, we do custom hospitality. um, And the Jamie Young, Branded line in stock has been growing so it's great
0: I think you've done a remarkable job, certainly in california I think in the u s as well what's the what's the global pers- perspective
1: At the moment, the global perspective is more about us and inspiration than it is about selling globally, and only because we do lighting and lighting requires you know, um, different kinds of wiring, Mm -hmm. but we are working on it though. You know, we have a lot of interest. We do produce product in China for China. So we're selling to some, you know, large, um, high-end furniture stores in China and that's growing and doing really well. And we're in Canada, um, a little bit in Australia, but that's a next step in, in how we produce and distribute that all the operational side
0: yeah so that is that is a next step yeah if that's something you choose to do and that's a big step too and I'm curious do you go to any of the other global events do you go to Salone de mobile do you go to Maison do you go to any of the other global shows I
1: go to Maison I've been a couple times but I I am traveling so much um, and really focused on what we do so we're in India and China, and Vietnam, and the Philippines, and Indonesia, everywhere, Mexico, and so we're traveling a lot right now, and just developing what we're doing, um, so I haven't had a lot of time. That being said, as I said, my, my youngest son's about to leave our home, so we get to do a lot more travel without worrying about it.
0: <laughs> when you travel, are, are you still a traveler, or are
1: you at work somewhere else? Uh, both. Are you a tourist? I'm never a tourist. I I don't know that I've ever been a true tourist. Um, one of the things that my husband really was amazing at from the time we started this business is we were producing ceramics in Peru a long time ago. And he said, I'm going to Peru. I'm meeting with these great ceramic companies, but I'm bringing my bike. (laughs) And he took two days and he rode his bike with a whole bunch of people. And he was the guy, he taught me that. Because I'd be like, oh, well, what's the next thing? Well, we got to do this. Well, we got to do that. And he's like, but we're here. We have to take two days to just check out the world. And I think it's been so good because that's what we try to do wherever we go.
0: That's a great philosophy.
1: Yes. Life is short. Yeah. And I love what we do. And we're create. We're more creative than we've ever been. But, you know, you need that balance to be creative. I really believe that. A-
0: absolutely true. Question for you about... Um, integration involvement with within the design community because sometimes that's different mm-hmm. being at the trade shows are, are it's one thing but there are other opportunities you know you you had mentioned to me that you're going to be on a uh, on a panel in high point yes do you look forward to doing that do you get involved in showcase houses do you do you do any of the other interaction
1: we, we get um, i'm really excited about the panel in high point i'm excited i love to be talking to designers and as i said part of my trade show experience is that i'm talking to all of them but it's been so busy for me to even get to a lot of these different events you know in the in all all of the different um houses that people are designing and things like that they're using our product we love here please use our product you know we're donating product all the time we're involved in that side but i'm not designing the spaces that's not part of no, what no, i do so yeah but but i am trying to get involved in that as far as our time i'm hoping that i have more and more time now to go and be in different events and besides the trade shows and my travel overseas that's one of the goals that i think in the next year i'll be able to do
0: that's so much fun tell me what what do you what do you what are you crushing on now that's not yours
1: hmm. crushing on now a good question hmm <laughs> different materials natural materials that I haven't seen you know different furniture brands that are doing some really beautiful things in natural materials I um I think Serena Lily is doing a great job in what they're doing in a coastal look and they're bringing out new and good product um some of the higher end designers i'm loving a lot of stuff I, I can't even think of something off the top of my head but i will say to you every time i see a new natural material or a new use i i'm loving a new surface because i think that that speaks to who we are as well
0: well i think you you really touched on something too and new, new uses home is changing mm-hmm. dramatically um, especially you know you take la as an example oh, yeah. san francisco the same way mobility is changing. So it's it's much more difficult to get anywhere from anywhere. And unless you want to be doing business from your car. Right. We have to figure some other things out. Working from home 10 years ago wouldn't even be a consideration.
1: Right. Right.
0: But not only is it a consideration now, it's it's something that's widely accepted. Oh yeah. And it's only going to get, you know, there people who are turning formal dining into an office. Right. You know, the living room is is becoming a studio. Right things are changing.
1: And it's really efficient.
0: It's very efficient. Mm -hmm. As a, As someone who is in the business you're in, Mm -hmm. do you look at that and start to adjust some of the things that you do for the changing spaces?
1: Um, Actually, yeah, we do. Yes, for sure. You know, things like a lot of our dining tables are great desks. They're not as, they're not, they're very usable, right? They're friendly and usable pieces in lighting putting usb ports in the bottoms of lamps are something we do a lot um, we do it mostly for custom but we're working on some pieces right now for the regular line because it's just a, it's a given right as long as usb ports stay <laughs> they don't change that um i put them all over my new house right it was the best thing i ever did so yes we're constantly thinking of ways to do that beautiful task lamps that really work on a desk but still look Interesting and different.
0: Sometimes it's the little things too, isn't it? Yes. Um I was at kbiz and I, I found this company and I just I love these guys. They're called Mocket and they create architectural hardware and and things that hide cables. Oh and that's things, great. And 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 cable drops that go through the through the desks I was looking because I've I've started uh I, I produced a desk a couple of years ago for West Edge Design Fair. And it was built for me, uh, by the, the folks at Warner Brothers, Uh the shops at Warner Brothers. They're amazing. And they built this desk for me, but I needed a desk that was for a podcast. So the desks, the desks have wings. They have drops. The drawers aren't really drawers. They're two-sided sliders. Oh, that's so smart. So you can put the gear on them. Right, 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 right. And so I, it just sort of changed the way I started looking at things. And in these conversations with designers, everyone's trying to hide cables more mm-hmm. and more, but technology is more and more prevalent. For manufacturers and designers, this has become like a pain point, where it's like, okay, we can airdrop only so much, at right. some point you still have to power it, you still have to charge it, you still, right. So it's created this new sort of schism in the in the business where you have to find a way to accomplish something that wasn't in play before.
1: Right, I think it's, I mean, we saw it first in the hospitality business, did you? Yeah. Just because everybody needs a place to plug in. And so 10 years ago or even five years ago, there were there was no outlets, right? Oh, and there's certainly no USB ports. So every time we do portable lamps for guest rooms, if they're not doing a rebuild from scratch, they need USB ports and plugs and ADA switches and dimmers all on the base of a lamp. Now, it's not the prettiest thing. So we're always trying to make it a little bit nicer to look at. Um, But I do think we, you can, there are ways to do things like that in the lighting part of things. And you put the USB port in the back next to the plug, next to the cord. And so there, you don't look at it, but you can charge your, your phone and it, and it makes sense. So.
0: It's so true. And I I saw that, I saw that commercial, I I forget who it's for, which is terrible advertising that I don't remember. (laughs) So when we're, I'm dying, I'm dying. And everyone's looking for a plug.
1: Oh, I haven't seen it.
0: (laughs) but it's one of those things too it's it's a it's true yeah
1: it, so so we're thinking about things like that all the time and as we get into case goods and things well I'm sure we're gonna have to think about where we're gonna hide courts and how does that work
0: it, it's you have to yeah we
1: have to yeah yeah
0: um Jamie this was so much fun
1: well thank you this was great I really appreciate you coming over to Gardena
0: no I love <laughs> California I, I love it and I will I will say this it's really interesting unless someone knows exactly where they're going to find you no, right nobody knows you're here
1: no and we have a showroom here yeah no, but no, no it's no. not it's you're right we're kind of hidden in a park a big park it just it i'm I'm not
0: saying that like you're not visible because right. you are you yeah ha, you have your but it's like you it's like treasure hunting for, <laughs> for me finding these these spaces in la yeah especially because it's so big right that it's just all, it's a, it's a joy. And thank you for having me. I, I, I love the tour. This is great.
1: Thank you so much.
0: All right, this is a wrap on another episode of Convo by Design. A special thanks to Jamie Young, sponsorship partners, Snyder Diamond, Sub Zero, Wolf, Coe, Vondam, Article, and Cambria Surfaces. But most of all, thank you. Without you listening to the show, there is no Convo by Design. Thank you for listening, downloading and subscribing. Thank you for rating the show on iTunes and engaging via social media. Until next week, keep creating. Convo by Design is proud to be working with Vendôme Furniture. Their design culture is the key to their success. It's what pushes them to consistently create new collections that give spaces a new dimension. They create dialogue between environment and form. Vendôme pieces can transform the simplest space into one filled with glamour that is both unique and extraordinary. And isn't that what design is all about? creating atmospheres where you can take hold of life and enjoy it to the fullest. Vondom products are simple and elegant, contemporary and exceptionally comfortable. Their crafted modern durable molded resin, glass, and metal designs are unique. They beg to be enjoyed. Have you seen them featured in our videos? Check out our YouTube channel and see this for yourself. You can also find them in their showrooms at the D&D Building in New York, Wynwood in Miami, and the Pacific Design Center here in Los Angeles, or online at vandam.com.